Hello everyone and thanks for making it back to my week with God. We share stories and encounters as we strive towards the life uh, Christ would have us live. It is my hope that these stories will help and encourage someone in our circle and that they may remain in pursuit of Christ and an everlasting life. I recently reconnected with an old school friend of mine. We spent the greater part of two hours catching up on 25 years worth of stories, ranging from our careers, our families, our old friends, and even the silly things we used to get up to during our school days. We laughed a lot until we started talking about relationships and how many of our peers are now divorced. My friend told me that she had never married despite being engaged twice. And I advised her that I had married but was now divorced. With a great sigh, my friend said to me, well, at least you were married. I never got that chance. She went on to tell me how she felt God had abandoned her and made her the laughing stock of her family and her peers. I could feel her pain. And at that time, I couldn't find the appropriate words or scripture to share with her. So I just said the proverbial, you know, these things happen in God's time. Just look up to him. I don't know whether I really meant it or it was just the polite thing to say at the time. We said our goodbyes, but later that day I was quite unsettled because I felt I should have shared some scripture to encourage her. As this kept playing on my mind, I was reminded of a sharing I'd heard once at a bridal shower quite some many years ago. John chapter 2 verses 1 to 12 tells the story of the wedding at Cana and Jesus performs the miracle where he turns water into wine. I decided to call my friend and share with her that message so that she may not give up on her trust in the Lord. So let us picture the setting at Cana, a wedding with no wine, or let's picture a present day wedding where drinks or food runs out. Just imagine the comments from some of the guests or the relatives. You will hear things like, why do they do these things if they can't afford them or plan properly? Imagine the distraught mother of the bride worried about what her church friends will say. Imagine the caterers and the running up and down trying to make an alternative plan. This would be a total disaster and some of the kids uh, will start to leave and no amount of persuasion will make them stay. But at Cana, Mary, mother of Jesus, had noticed that there was a problem and had asked Jesus to help. Mary didn't know what Jesus was going to do, but she knew that he was going to do something. So you may ask now, what is the lesson here? 
Like in the final game of a soccer competition, nil-nil at the end of 90 minutes does not mean that the game is over. There is extra time, there's penalty shootout, and there's even sudden death. So after 90 minutes, sit tight, the game is not over. After extra time, sit tight, the game is not over yet. The game will be decided by sudden death. Like the wedding at Cana, the party was not over when the first lot of wine ran out. More was to come, and even better than the first lot. I told my friend to sit tight as her game was not yet over. Yes, she had prayed, she had fasted, she went on a pilgrimage even. She had been excluded, shunned. She did all she called to be desirable, to be attractive. But she was told time and time again that her shelf life had expired. Yes, we know the stereotypes and the socially accepted norms. But our God is not limited by age. He is not limited by societal norms or any other circumstance for that matter. My friend could still meet her future husband and be married. There is a Boaz out there for her. Or God will grant her a fulfilling life in her singlehood. We don't know what God's plan is for her, but God has a plan for her. My friend was more than edified by this message and admitted that her hope for a life partner was renewed and that she would let God's plan prevail. We face so many situations that seem like all hope is lost. It may be our careers that have hit a dead end. It may be the education that we need to advance ourselves, but maybe we don't have the money to pay for it. It might be that we are struggling to bear children. It might be that we have a chronic ailment that has persisted over time. Let us not lose hope. Because we too can experience our own miracle. As what happened at the wedding of of Cana. It doesn't matter that you've tried everything that there is to try. Anything at all to salvage your situation. Just sit tight. This game is definitely not over yet. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we exalt and glorify your name today. We are so thankful that your word is alive and speak to us in our every situation. We thank you that even as we grow weary, we are revived by your promises and we are reminded that Even as Christ performed such miracles back then in Cana, he still performs many wonders for us today. We pray, dear Lord, that we continue to petition you. We may not know what you will do, but we know that you will do something. Our hope lies in you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God loves us with an everlasting love. 
let's continue to look upwards to the cross of Calvary where Christ guaranteed us hope for a brighter tomorrow. Till we meet again next week, dear friends, remember that great is his faithfulness. Morning by morning, we see new mercies and all that we have ever needed and all that we will ever, ever need. His hand is sure able to provide. Great is his faithfulness unto us. Be blessed and goodbye.